hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, good morning, everybody. Everybody say hey. Uh, I'm very impressed at you. You started watching a show that I suggested. Because I want to be fully honest about this. Um, I will tell you the, the, the reason why I landed on beef on Netflix last night is because out of nowhere, I mean, golly, the television in my hotel room totally pooped out. And it was like HDMI 2 cord is not plugged in. So I get back there, I start messing around. Whatever I do, nothing works. And Aww. so my only choice to view something was, uh, was the, the, on, on Netflix. So then I go to the laptop that I have for whenever I travel, and they have disabled the sound where I cannot hear YouTube videos, I cannot hear any videos, so I need our engineers to like unmute that. So the only audio that I can get strangely is when we do the show on this computer. Well, the reason I'm telling you that is I was like, hey, I'll watch it on the laptop, that's not too bad. I watched two episodes of Beef on my phone last night, which oh, is not no the way. ideal way oh, no. to watch Beef, although what helped was, I had noise canceling headphones, so it did feel immersive. And you finished the show. I'm two episodes in. I'll start with where I am two episodes in. Just it's it's interesting. It's got me curious. Not quite as crazy yet as people have said. I'm sure the crazy ratchets up the further down the line you go, and you find that these two people who were involved in a road rage incident in a parking lot, and that's the jumping off point for this. One of them very well-to-do, the other not well-to-do, although you'll find that they're both exhausted in life, and mm -hmm. they are both they both just feel like they need a break, mm -hmm. even though one makes a lot of money and the other doesn't. They On outside appearances, they look like they're from very different places. You find out there seems to be common, some common ground in their struggle. And uh, but there are some scenes where you're like, "What is happening here?" Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, kind of a weird twist. There's a a relationship with a gun, which I was like, "What's going on here?" Oh, oh, just wait. Early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh. There's other stuff, but I think you should stick with it. If you could get past that, that's just kind of it. There's things will unravel. As you go, uh, Grant, are you watching Beef? Yes, and I have finished it. I just finished it as well. I think, I think it was really well done, really well done. Now, I thought I heard Ellie say that it was based on a Steven Spielberg, his first movie, which was a TV movie. But now I'm reading the showrunner Lee Sung Jin mm -hmm. said that. He was inspired to create the show based on his own ra road rage experience. Yeah. He said it was a typical interaction. That's what I thought, yeah. I mean, there are some metaphors and there are some things that you can maybe determine on your own in the last episode, in the finale. Very true. Yes, you're left with some of your own internal debate. Yes, say. you're yeah. wondering, it, yeah. did this mean this, or does it actually mean this? Yes. And did that really happen, or am I imagining that that happened? But some people don't like that. I didn't mind it the way it ended, but that would 
drive some people mad. No, I, I like it. I don't need a. I don't need a definite ending. Well, you probably like The Sopranos, then, huh? Yeah, I didn't love the ending, but. <laughs> and I do have an opinion about how that really did end. It was like. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Another reason you should watch Inception, Donna. It's my weekly time to tell Donna to watch Inception. Okay, I'll if put you it don't on like the list. It tightly buttoned up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm ready. I got a nickel. Got it on the list. Oh. Inception. Um, okay. But that one leaves you walking away from the theater. Like I said, that one had the entire theater. I saw it in like a full theater. <laughs> the end of Inception, you heard a communal, huh? oh. God, just give us one more frame. Just one more. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Let me ask you this. Did you laugh at all? During I chuckled at a couple different points. I mean, yeah. I've la- the the cousin mm-hmm. and that whole crew. Mm-hmm. There's some ver- very funny dialogue. Which is needed because it's a very dark, dark subject for most of the time. So it's a nice little halfway point there. I think, comedy. I yeah. hope you'll stick well with written. it. Because I really do think that you, there's there's a lesson to be learned in this show, in the end, mm-hmm. called Beef. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, it, it helps you to put things in perspective a little bit. Let me ask you a question, though. Good call. Thank you. Is the lesson just no matter what kind of car you drive, job they have, family situation, we're all Steve. struggling and have more in common than we think? Maybe. Because that feels like a predictable lesson I already get that they're going toward. That might be part of it. You can see the overlap of, like, you've got this well-to-do woman and this down-on-his-luck guy. One is rich, the other is not, but both are searching and frustrated and irritated and just want things to be easier than they are. And one person is working hard to try to keep the lights on. The other person is more than keeping the lights on. They've created this beautiful home, but it feels like never enough. And they never have time to enjoy the things that they're working for. Too busy making a living, not busy enough making a life. Is it the predictable thing? (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit, but it's more about the journey than the lesson. Well said. Like to see how crazy things can get out of hand just because of a little pride you know mm-hmm. it's you know it, there's a little bit of that but you know the journey is the, is the crazy part the fun part maybe the fun is chair the, was kind of funny that's very fun see there's mm-hmm. little things like that throughout the entire series of beef there's like how the last episode started completely not how it started, but there was a portion of it that involved nature. Yes. That I was dying laughing. <laughs> I was just dying at like the creativity. Mm-hmm. But the thing in nature that you see is what presents the doubt in your own mind about how oh. this series really ended. You really went deep on that series. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. I feel that. I just didn't, I don't know, maybe I just didn't think that hard throughout the whole thing, which is good. I'm glad someone brought that to my perspective. If I, if I were to watch it again, which I'm not, I would kind of like to, you know, be thinking that while yeah. I'm watching it. But- like if you were a critic and you were like, what was the symbolism yes. of having that there at that moment? Yeah. And I, now that you say that, I see, I get it, but I don't want to say anything without ruining it for Steve or yeah. people because no, it's won't. still too fresh. We won't. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a great series. If yeah. you get a chance, it's called Beef. Thank you. 
Donna, thank you for everything you've contributed. Are you going to stick with it in this show? Um, maybe. I don't know. It, it just kind of depends on what strikes me. Okay. See, now for me, I couldn't wait to get home to watch another episode. I'm like, I can't stop watching this. This is like hmm. candy. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want more. Right. Like, what's gonna? What can possibly happen next? Oh, I, I liked it, but it was definitely like a kind of like ripping off a band aid. Like I knew oh, I was gonna get a good. I was gonna get a good result, but it might hurt along the way a little bit. You know, like it would be healed, hmm. but throughout the process, it, it just it it's was like, oh my gosh, what are you? Yeah, how, what? Yeah, that's that's where Steve. I don't know. You it, you find yourself kind of being like, what? Are they doing? What are you thinking? And it kind of makes you think, like you said, about yourself a lot. And I personally like to escape and have fun. Oh yeah, not me. No, no. Is, I want to think. Yeah. I want to think. I want to. I want metaphors. I want. Yeah. I want to think. I don't. I don't need to go see <laughs> sing too in the theater. You know. I can Donna. escape at home. What? Sing two is better wow. than sing one. Sorry, I meant sing Paddington. Two. Oh, I love sing two. <laughs> Think two was not bad. It was not a bad movie, wasn't it? it was good. I thought it was great. Man. Yeah, oh my gosh. Bono came out as a lion at yes. the end. I had like chills. I was like, "Get it, dude! The stage <laughs> needs you." Dorks. Yeah. Anyway, beef is available on Netflix. Yep. And sing two. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When we, hey, come, when back, we I, come back, all right, you go. I think this I is going to be great because this is. I think this is a good example. Donna put this in as dumbest random question. <laughs> so I open it up and I start reading the study, and I was like, I love. This I knew kind you would. Stuff. And so we're going to take our time through it. And the, the debate will begin with, is your thumb a finger? <laughs> we'll be right back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hello. Welcome back to the show. It is Donna and Steve, hump day edition with special guest. I am Grant. What's up? What's up? And we've got a study. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect married couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Good morning. (laughs) How is everybody doing? Good morning, everybody. Everybody say here. All right. So there's a stupid debate about whether or not. So stupid. I just can't even believe that this is a thing. (laughs) Someone polled 8,000 Americans, and not everybody agrees on whether or not your thumbs are fingers. I'm trying to figure it out. That's a worthwhile topic. Guys, seriously, I know you want to brush past it, (laughs) and then you will find out this is just a gateway to a bunch of other things that we need to really solidify. By the way, kind of buried the lead. You said it, but I just want to focus on this again. Somebody polled 8,000 <laughs> Americans. 8,000 Americans that night at dinner said, what did you do today, honey? I participated in a poll. Really? Something, <laughs> what, cancer research? <laughs> Is your thumb a finger? <laughs> 22% of people said thumbs are not fingers. They're just thumbs. They're just thumbs, but they're next to other things called fingers, right? So, like, what's it doing there, then? So, thumbs are a little bit different. Thumbs only have two bones instead of three bones. So, maybe the non-finger people have a point. Now, listen, here's where it gets really thick and interesting. Merriam-Webster's definition of a finger doesn't end this debate. 
Mm. They say a finger, listen to this, they say a finger is, quote, any of the five terminating members of the hand, but especially one other than the thumb. So in the same sentence, (laughs) they say both things. It's any one of the five terminal ends, meaning like that's where your arm stops, right? At your fingers, ultimately. Terminal end. But especially one other than the thumb. Hmm. What's up with that? What's up with that? Well, is the pinky a toe? Because I'd assume it has less than less bones than the other toes, or is I it mean, just I think a my pinky? pinky? Toe has bone. Aren't, isn't it all just where leftover cartilage goes, and then it forms the <laughs> pinky toe? And some nail just sits on top of it, it like crookedly. Gross, exactly. <laughs> so it's with a pinky nail. Come on, shape up. I, I believe in God. I believe that we were fearfully and wonderfully made and created on purpose for a purpose. That being said, my friends, when I get to heaven, here's hoping, I'm just going to immediately say, can I just ask you one quick question? Love what you did. Big fan. <clears throat> the pinky toe. Can we, we have time to do a Q&A on that? Was, Steve, was why don't you save this was for open mic night over at the comedy store tonight? <laughs> I'm just saying. Donna's long told me that I should come up with a full pinky toe bit. You could do a whole hour on the pinky toe. I did not know this was a bit of yours, Steve. Oh, I what? have a very passionate hate for pinky toes. Yeah. Oh my God. They're just awkward. Balance. They're the worst. <laughs> I yeah, get the it. Nail. The, the nail. nail is weird. I, I don't think there's any bone in them. They're never straight. They don't lay flat. No. Those things are curved. They're, it's like a hook coming in at the end of your foot. <laughs> they, and and they just never, they don't look like they belong. We always say that the uh, the pinky toe, Grant, looks like the last guy who got on the subway right as the door's <laughs> you know, just, just squeezing just squeeze in. Squeeze it in. You, you can't trust anybody, too, that has a nice pinky toenail. I feel like that's just impossible. <laughs> like, who, who has a quality pinky toenail? Oh I'm going to look at my pinky toenail Do you right know, now. It, this happens about every two and a half to three months. Really? We go God, back I'm, to toes. and I, he, I He's always like the pinky toe. He's like the one who's trying to squeeze in for a picture at the last minute. <laughs> <I> <laughs> for then, the family. But then picture. it hurt. Is it right as the, everybody look up here, only the pinky toe heard someone right as they said cheese say, hey, buddy. And then he just looked <laughs> off. He's never quite looking straight like everybody else is in the photo. The pinky toe always ruins it. Toes in general, nails, the pedicure industry. Listen, I want pedicure people to stay in business and save for their retirement. I just want everybody to know that I personally don't care what you do to your feet. They look like feet, and they just look terrible. Thank you. They don't look beautiful. That's for darn sure. <laughs> no. More things about the body now. (laughs) We ask, is the thumb a finger? And we can't make a decision on that. Are your ears part of your face? They're Mm. part of your head. Great. (laughs) Okay, 27% say no. Ears not part of the face, part of your head, not your face. Mm. Follow-up. Is your shoulder part of your arm? Mm. No, I would say yes to yeah. that. I, I feel would like too. Anything 100%. outside of your breast or chest is arm. Mm. I get it. Like the shoulder is the connecting point. You ever think about this about a butt? <laughs> a butt is literally two flaps where... of flesh. <laughs> you said it at the top of your thighs. That's it. Two it flabs of flesh. It's where your body splits in two. 
It's where your back said, we can't do this anymore as a solo unit. And it splits in two pieces. Or read a different way, it's where your body joins together. If you're going from the bottom up. I find that's really crazy. Donna, don't give me that look. If you actually think about it, butts are weird because of what they are. They symbolize either two becoming one or one becoming two in terms of how our body operates. Donna. What? Okay. I'm thinking of other stuff. Say- <laughs> I'm thinking of other body parts. That just with the butt, lit. Okay. <laughs> What's up with that? Thank you. What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Saying, what's going on? What's going on? I don't know. Do we have to keep talking about it? I don't know. Now I'm slowly looking at my thumbs. I've been playing with my extremities this whole time, wondering like if I move my hands enough, am I going to find out that one is not a piece of me? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Sarah says, (laughs) "I'm so dumb." Your thumb is still a finger, just like we call it a thumb. Just like the pinky, it's called a pinky, but it's still a finger. That's true, but the thumb is different. You know, it's down. It's, it's got down a different a purpose. You know, it's got a different zip code. It's, it's the main thing that separates us from most other animals. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about raccoons, man? I know the fact that they have them creeps me out. I love it. No, I follow thumbs? so many raccoons on Instagram. It's just cool how they can pick things up. I don't think they have a thumb, but it looks. Does it kind of look like they have like a little thumb? I think it's a thumb. No, I don't know. Google monkeys do. I'm gonna Google. What What does a fox say? I don't know. Rocco's gonna give us a little edumacation on. That's right. Some weird band he's going to see. Hello, it is DJ Rock Lobster for MNFatLoss.com, a weight loss plan where you could actually eat lobster every day if you wanted to. Uh, I don't do that, but I do eat foods that I love. I'm eating steak, I'm eating pork tenderloin, I'm eating chicken with buffalo wing sauce, and I am losing up to a pound of fat every day. It happened this morning. I woke up, sure enough, I'm down a pound uh, from where I was yesterday. Yeah, I'm down about 25 pounds since I started this, right around St. Patrick's Day, and you could too with help from the team at mnfatloss.com. You could do this, like me, without exercising, without counting calories, without counting points, without surgery, without prepackaged meals, without hypnosis. You could lose up to a pound of fat every day just like me. Results may vary. mnfatloss.com. Good day. Ow. Hit myself in the face. (sighs) Just a regular Wednesday over here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Final stretch of the show, yo. Hey, Steve, you know stretch what we out, forgot? Bro. What up, bro? I think we have something special to give away. Oh, do we have a giveaway? I think so. Oh, um, my word. It's going to be for the uh, children's theater Tale. company. Yes. Oh, we'll get yes. you the date. And then what we'll do is we'll take color four. Color, what did you say, Color 4? Yeah. Okay, and yeah, okay? so it's for American Tale at the Children's Theater. And so this is going to be, I believe you're going to work with them on the dates because we have, you know, there's multiple dates going oh, okay. on with this one. So just, just to confirm oh, that, um, let me just see here. 
Yes, we are. We you will work with a date. There's it's playing April 25th through June 18th. So we will contact you and set up a date that works best for you guys. Thank you. Good luck. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I stepped out of the room for one second, and we have like twenty five emails. What did I miss? Oh, geez, what's going on? What Aww. are the people talking about? Mail Shannon says, Grundy County Auction is such a great song. Brings back so many memories. I can actually actually sing the whole thing. My kids look at me like I'm nuts. Okay, thank you, Shannon. You struck a chord here. Hey, this Shannon. Is great, Donna. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's great having Grant visit. Uh, and, of course, Rock O'Clock. Uh, oh, now they want Ryan to make an appearance, too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The trifecta. Funny, we're laughing. Right? All of the producers that we have had. Who, remember who we've had. We've had uh, Ryan, Grant, Don, Rocco. Holly. Holly. Mm-hmm. Mike. Oh, my God. I've we've, got seven. We're That's like a two-year-old show, right? We've been on for five years. Oh, now. right. I remember, we recently had our sure. wood anniversary. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And, and Dan Seaman brought us in wooden yardsticks from Menards. I still use mine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have time. Oh, oh, Steve. No, you have two ears, two eyes, two nostrils. You are symmetrical. The weird part is when it gets to the lips, you have two lips, but they're opposite. Okay. Okay. Is everyone like... Stoned? What's happened? What is it? Yeah, yeah, did they about? already re- do the rule? I thought we were waiting until Friday for marijuana to be legal in Minnesota, but is it legal now? Oh, I don't know. They might be. The email they chamber? might be uh, tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> they might be at the pre-party right now. Uh, flabs of flesh. That is the subject from Felicia, who says, "I recently got my uh, job back. I was laid off. Oh, we're happy for you." Now I'm listening to you live again. I'm crying. I can't see my computer screen through the tears of laughter. Feet, pinky toe. <laughs> also, I wonder if Donna's um, flabs of flesh, a.k.a. ham slices, have a different zip code since she describes them as being a bit lower than the norm. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay, somebody else commenting about beef, which I think, Steve, Mm. people are saying you really need to watch. Oh, they want me to continue. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's worth it. Well, you know what I liked? Episode two was 30 minutes. Yeah, they they vary. Oh, vary. Vary. I heard it. I heard it, Steve. I heard it. Vary. They vary. They um, really do vary. One was an hour. Tony here. (laughs) 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 Remember Tony Belonovich here. People call me the king of cold cuts. (laughs) (laughs) That is very New Jersey, how they cut the word off at the end. Tony Belonovich here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you want to find out what the soup is? Oh, yeah, Yeah, we got to do that. Are you ready? Come down for moose soup after. Oh, I don't have my button. Damn it, you're fired, I am so fired. Honest to goodness. There's so many button boards here, you know. It's just, uh, 
Let's make a list. That's not even it. That's not Just it. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of the phone here. I think we got our soup guy, Brian. Oh, hey, Brian. Your call is being forwarded <laughs> to a MyCal voicemail system. <laughs> Extension. We're just going to call this one quits here. Give me a second. We got two more seconds. I'll get him on. Uh, real, no, he won't answer. He, he does this every now and then. He's going to get all PO'd. And now he's he got all sorts of narcs that are listening before and after. So we have to be like on our bed. We can't even say anything on air anymore about him because he's such a stupid baby. And I mean that respectfully. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Brian's a great wanna, guy. He is a great guy. He's one of my best friends in the building. He probably sees me and is like, there's a guy I can count on. I, I, he knows I, love I him. don't know about that, Steve. But, oh, it's no, chilly no, day anyway. No. He's not even working. He's not making oh, anything. Stupid chilly day. Yeah. I got to get rid of Grant, that. Grant, did you get him? They're calling him. Brian? <laughs> Grant? Where are we? How much time do we have? We got about a minute. Oh, okay. we got time. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Please. Leave a message for him, Grant. No it's all yours. Oh, he's doing it off the air. No, on the air. Oh, right now. Brian, okay. where the heck are you? You're disappointing me. Yeah, After I more. disappointed them, I could not find the song. I could not find the number. Then I find the number and you don't show up. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Grant. Wow. You're a real pro. All right. Uh, we love you, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, see you later. He's going to spit in my sandwich later. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's the best. Steve, what do you got going on today with Irv? <laughs> uh, I know you're going to meet with Irv. Then you've got your uh, going to co-talk at Open Mic Night. I'm going to do a- Avra in okay. Beverly Hills. Like, so that's a lunch real with, thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have lunch with someone from MGM at Avra, Donna. Okay? Okay. And then we're going to come back. And then we got um, some meetings this afternoon with Irv, and then we're going to go through all the photos, the 1,882 photos that were taken. Are you going to go through all? Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare. Not all of them, but we're going to try to do a quick little narrowing down. It'll be great. Just looking at my face on a big screen where I'm like, don't like that, don't like that. Why the double chin? How big's the screen? Too big for my (laughs) self-worth. Oh, it'll be great. I love you. I'll help you if you want. You can zoom me in. No, never, never, no. You cannot meet <laughs> Let me have Irv's number. Let me just give me the guy's no, phone number. No, no. All right, fine, whatever. No. All right, everybody, thank you. Tomorrow. Thank you, Grant. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. My mom's still around. Talked to her last night. But she has made uh, plans uh, for when it is her time to go. And she did that by having a sit-down with Lisa at Crescent Tide. Uh, And the reason she did that was because, A, she's never really wanted a big, expensive, fancy funeral. Uh, B, she doesn't want to leave things up to me, her weird son. Uh, She wants things done the way she wants them done. So she wanted to get things buttoned up. She did that. And she's a helpful person. She didn't want my sister or uh, me to pay for it. So she went in, did a prepay, pre-plan with Lisa, where simple cremations start at just $800. It's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did, although maybe that's something you want to do for your family. Uh, If you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews, like I always encourage you to do, you'll see that when a death in the family occurs, Crescent Tide comes through for those families in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic manner. CrescentTide.com.